0: Hey everyone, it is Tins Reed from BlissAndFaith.com and we are back on the Branded Bliss Podcast with episode 19 where we are going to talk all about overconsumption, the truth about information overconsumption. Plus, I'm going to share with you five ways to overcome it. So, let's go ahead and jump in because this is an issue that has been, I mean, really, you can never get away from information overconsumption. Everywhere you turn, from TV, you know, with the media, online, in real life, wherever you go, there's so much information, so many things being thrown at you every day. But more specifically, in the online world, it's so full of noise nowadays. It seems that everyone has an opinion, some information to give or a course to take, or just something that they're telling you that you need to be doing, you should be doing, or you should have been doing. And, you know, while it may appear to be a great thing, because of the plethora of information that's available, it's actually not. If you've ever heard of the fray of the face, ignorance is bliss, it's true in many ways in a case like this. The reason being is because sometimes it's best to have a limited amount of information about a particular topic rather than a lot in order to avoid overwhelm, pressure, and confusion. So let's dive in a little deeper. So the harsh truth about obtaining too much information is that, like I said before, it's a bad thing. For one, it can be stifling and make you feel less than. When you realize that you can't implement or you lost all the information you've taken in, you literally get overwhelmed. Your brain is too full. You don't even know where to start. Even worse, it sucks more when you simply just can't use lots of information. There's just nothing you can do with it. After that realization, you know, you may even realize that the reason you can't use it is because you don't have the time, the resources, or whatever may have you to allow that information to benefit you. So this very thing happened to me this past fall and winter after I had my daughter. I had my daughter in September of last year. She'll actually be a year old next month. And, you know, I went from being a mom to one rambunctious little boy who'll be three in the fall to, you know, that had its challenges already to being a mom to two under two. So I soon realized that I had to put you know my business and blogging on the back burner in order to focus on my home life and just what our life looked like as a family of four. There was just no way I could maintain things at the rate I had been going and with the same momentum. I know I was when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was cranking out three to four blog posts, um, you know, doing a weekly newsletter most of the time, if not biweekly. Um, social media, I was at every webinar, every training, you know, anything you can think of, I was, I was doing. And to tell you the truth, I wasn't even interested in doing a lot of that stuff once I had my daughter, I was tired, I was sleep deprived, um, sleep deprived, and I was so maxed out on time. At any given time, I was either nursing or changing a diaper or doing laundry, you know. And that's just the normal things that go along with having a newborn. Mind you, you add a toddler into the mix and a husband and family and, and, and you know, everything else that's going on, you know, because the world was still turning. The world did not stop because, you know, we added another little one to the family. Um, Things keep going The world doesn't stop People keep living And that's just how it is I got to the point where I was You know, I think because I had put so much into My business and my blog When I was pregnant with my daughter and Even before I got pregnant When I was was just my son um, You know, I was probably a little burnt out To tell the truth So, you know, instead of When I realized that that things had to take a back seat as far as my business and blog, I figured, okay, well, this is clearly a time for me to pull back from the business and the blog and focus on, you know, life as a mom and a wife and so on and so forth. And also to take that time to just learn, learn, niche down, you know, focus even more on, you know, what I needed to do as far as, um. you know, the direction I want to take my business once I came back to it. Well, the thing is, is that it took me probably until recently, which is why there was a huge hiatus from the blog, from the podcast, because I'm just now coming out of that burnt outness. Um, my daughter is, is getting a little bit older and she is, um, you know, a bit more self-sufficient as far as, or not self-sufficient, but she's a bit more independent. You know, she's starting to, she's on the cusp of walking and, you know, things like that. And we're kind of through some of those really harder times uh, when you have a a newborn and a baby, as far as, you know, the not sleeping through the night and things like that. She's just recently started to uh, actually cut teeth. She's been teething for several months, but she's recently started to actually cut teeth and things like that. And like I said, in Daniel, day now, she's going to be walking, so you know she's able to play uh, with her toys a lot more and even interact and play with her brother a lot more. And you know we have more of a schedule now, even with my son. You know where there's you know we know exactly what time we're getting up and starting the day. We know exactly what time uh, we're going to be eating breakfast, lunch, taking naps, <laughs> dinner, and heading off to bed. Another thing is that my husband, you know, he's still working very long hours. You know, he's the, the main breadwinner for our family. So a lot of those times I am the full time um, caregiver and I have to make life as, as comfortable as I can for my husband because he works in excess of, you know, 12 hours on any given um, work day for him. So, you know, life is really busy and you're trying to um you know, keep your priorities in line and, and maintain things with two little kids and run a business or, you know, being a spying entrepreneur, it can be hard. And my way of dealing with that was just to consume as much information um, as I could. So to kind of jump back on subject there, digress a little bit. Um, you know, I'll tell you that a lot of these things were only the half of you know, why I was so time and resource constrained. Um, You know, again, I talked a little bit about my husband and things like that, and you know, being with the children full time. But when it came down to it, on my husband's off days, I wanted to enjoy time with him and, and, you know, as a, a new family of four. So, you know, I felt that between my priorities as a mom and I still want to enjoy time as a mom and a wife, If I didn't have time to work on my, you know, blogger business, I could at least learn some things while they, you know, were napping or my daughter was nursing or late at night. When my daughter was finally asleep or while I waited up for my husband to get home. Well, I'll be the first to tell you that this is not a very healthy thing. Um, I ended up getting not necessarily sick, but I just wasn't at optimal health during this time. I was just trying to do too much and I kept trying to push myself to do more because I was consuming more and more information, which was, you know, a lot of this information was telling me, you know, what I need, you know, to be doing or what I should have been doing. There was, an, I know, a guilt, an associated guilt that came along with that, that, you know, time was passing and I was taking in so much information that I couldn't do anything with. So here's a little tweetable for you. Intentionality and consuming information is vital. Lacking purpose in doing so is a waste of time. And that's, in essence, what I was doing, which is wasting time. You know, I, uh, you know, it became a pastime. And so I realized that it was starting to compile. And again, I couldn't do anything valuable with it. So I was getting absolutely no work done. And the information overload became stifling. Because, like I mentioned before, I didn't know where to start. When things in life started to let up and I got my business and blogging mojo back, which kind of came back, left, came back again and left, and now it's back again. So I'm hoping that it's, it's back for real. It took me, it's taken me months to get back to consistently working on my business and blog. And I won't lie, I'll be completely honest and transparent. I'm still in the process of doing so. Um. The only way I've been able to do so, though, is dismissing much of the information or rather just dumping much of the information I took in. I went back to what was in my heart and how I wanted to communicate and interact with my community. And again, that's the place I'm at now. You know, during the time I was consuming a lot of information, I heard about a million and one things that I should have been doing throughout the entire time. You know, at first thoughts, I wanted to give it all a go. Everything sounded like an awesome, a light bulb moment and a great idea. And I was certain that they were going to result in a turning point in my business and brand. And I'd be on my way to success. But sadly, this was not the case. Yeah, one mistake. I didn't stop and take the time to analyze whether some of these things I was learning about were actually applicable to my business and blog. I thought basically that if those around me had been successful doing these things, they would work for me as well. So in essence, I was thinking this way about so many different ideas that they all ended up canceling each other out due to me feeling overwhelmed. So this is what happens when you try to implement it all. You're just setting yourself up for overwhelm. So here's another little tweetable for you. Take the time to analyze whether information is applicable and in alignment with your brand. This is crucial and this is why the main purpose and mission of my brand at this moment is to help others create content that is in direct alignment with their brand. Because when you do, you have no issue sharing your expertise. You will have so many ideas and you'll be so excited to share them and you won't get caught up. So, you know, as I began to feel if, you know, I had to take in and apply everything everyone said or did, I was totally getting away from the real purpose of my business. I got that shiny object syndrome, whether everything seriously, where everything seriously sounded like a great idea. Everything. And. The frustration of not being able to implement it and utilize said ideas was extremely exasperating to me It made me feel even worse and even more burnt out and even more like I was never going to accomplish my business goals and reach, you know, those aspiring dreams I have about being an entrepreneur. Knowledge is power. Don't get me wrong at all. But too much of anything isn't a good thing. You take in information, you need to be able to do something with it. you got to be able to take action and use it to your benefit. If you can't, you're just filling up space in your brain that could be used for something else. And the sad thing about that is that your brain is efficient. So as you're taking in information, it's going to dump other stuff that it doesn't need. So are you filling your brain with the right things? So that your brain can actually get rid of some of the other information you don't need, or you're just filling your brain with things with more junk that is just eventually gonna keep dumping or taking up space for other things. In addition, you end up playing the comparison game, which isn't healthy at all because you see where and what everyone else is doing and you feel you should be doing it as well. This stifles your productivity and success and it definitely stifled mine. It didn't put me in a good place, you know, and I got to the point where I just wasn't motivated or excited about my business. So in my quest to unload all of this information and keep my motivation and sanity intact, because you got to do that, I did a few things. So here are my five tips for how to deal with information over consumption. Number one, stop taking in additional information. I backed off of social media and attending all those live trainings, webinars, and workshops. Number two, I organized the information I already had. I did so via Evernote and Pinterest. Number three, I started working in my own business. I got back to blogging and producing content to include three new courses and updating one of my running challenges and creating another one. Those three courses are systems that I'm working on, but those challenges are still going and I'm finding ways to make them better and better pretty much every day and figure out how I can set those up to have automatic funnels running so that when I decide to um, monetize certain products, those challenges and those courses can, you know, they can all funnel into each other. Number four, I diverted my attention and energy away from others, and back to myself. I took a break from networking and using services like Slack and being active in Facebook groups. Now, these things are crucial to do, but again, when you find yourself overwhelmed about the information you're taking in or overconsumed by it, you want to back up. There's nothing wrong with backing off a little bit. And the last and final thing I did, which is extremely crucial, is I became more selective the type of information I took in. This was a game changer to me getting my mojo back. I became more intentional and targeted with the information I sought out. and This is essential. Because when you are intentional targeted with information you're seeking, you're only going to take in that specific information and then you're more likely to apply it. You're more likely to take, take action on it. So I'll tell you that if I had not taken action to stop the overconsumption of information, I'd be stuck in non-production mode. And it wouldn't have been because of time constraints or resource constraints or the busyness of life. It would have been because I wouldn't have known where to stop with some things and where to start with some things. I would have been all over the place. I can't stress enough that this is something you're dealing with to do at least one or two of the aforementioned steps. I recommend doing about five. But at least do one or two, and I can assure you I'm certain that it'll shift your focus. For me, I'm slowly but surely finding my way back to being productive, and putting out content I'm passionate about sharing with my community. Slowly but surely. But, hey, even doing it slow is getting it done. So, let me know. You can pop over to the blog and read the accompanying post. I'll link in the show notes. But let me know, have you ever experienced information over consumption? How'd you overcome it? I'd love to hear it. I can also be reached on social media everywhere at Bliss and Faith. I absolutely love to interact on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me on Snapchat. So anyhow, I hope that you found today's episode extremely useful and valuable. And if you have, I'd absolutely love if you left a review, five stars, it'll help. The brand of this podcast to reach more who can benefit from the information I'm sharing, and hey, just so it'll be seen by more and found a lot more easily. So, again, thank you so much. I'm hoping that you have a absolutely wonderful day, and I'll see you next week for another episode. And if there's something that you want to hear about on the podcast, you'd like me to address, or Something you want to learn about more when it comes to business strategy content creation branding and design shoot me an email or drop me on social media I can be reached at hello at faith.com. all right I'll talk to you all next time have a